Welcome to track number three of Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. Now let us look to the life of Jesus. And Jesus is going to teach us what he wants us to do. Amen. Amen. Number one, the prayers of Jesus. The prayers of Jesus. Now, one of the only things that Jesus Christ, I'm talking about the prayers of Jesus, and I'm talking specifically or sharing about the prayers for the Holy Spirit. Luke 11 verse 13. If a son, verse 11, if a son asks of bread, of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Amen. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit is very important to ask for. Hallelujah. Why is the Holy Spirit so important? Now, in John chapter 16 and verse number 7. John 16 and verse 7. Great. Beautiful. John 16 and verse number 7. All right. I'm reading from the American Bible, NASB, verse 7. I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Amen. Amen. I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Verse number 9. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. Amen. Is it amazing? Now, why is God... Jesus teaching us to pray for the Holy Spirit. So in everything by prayer. Amen. And one of the things in prayer that you must be doing, I'm going to be showing you 
more of the things that we need to be praying for and doing in prayer. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 1 verse number 19. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer. You see, salvation, this is going to work out for my good. Okay, what was the problem? The problem was that some people were preaching. Uh, let's read from verse 15. All right. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds. Some people do things to just torment men of God. They, they said they were, they, they were thinking they were adding affliction to the bonds of the Lord. Now, the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then? Notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. Verse 19. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer. Like this is going to work out for good. Through your prayer. Huh? Are you there? And the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Okay? So, Paul was saying that even though something bad is happening, okay, and people are even trying to pour affliction. They are trying to afflict me through your prayers. Through your prayers, not only your prayers, and the supply, the supply of rice, the supply of milk, supply of water, supply of juice, the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Uh, This thing is going to turn. Something is turning in your life through the supply of the spirit. So the supply of the Holy Spirit causes a turnaround. And the Holy Spirit is the beginning of many changes, turnings that we need. And so, I am not surprised that we are looking first at what Jesus taught us to pray about. He said, you are bad. Even you good give good things. Me, I am God. I am the son of God. And I'm advising you. And I say, I will give you a good thing. And what's the good thing? The Holy Spirit. And Paul is saying that I know things are going to turn by your prayers and the supply of the Holy Spirit. So when you pray, there's a supply of the Holy Spirit. There's a supply of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the beginning of all changes. Now, if you turn to John 16 and verse 7. John 16 and verse 7. It says, I tell you it's to advantage. If I don't go, the Holy Spirit will not come. So, I mean, it's very difficult to believe that if I, when the Holy Spirit comes, it's better than if Jesus himself was here. Difficult to believe, but 
That's what is it's true. It must be true. Verse 8. Now, when he comes, the Holy Ghost, this is uh, the, the changes that you can expect. Okay? Now, look at verse 9. He's going to convict, or even verse 8, he's going to convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Notice, all your troubles, let's take our interpersonal relationships, are from someone who is sinning against you. Yes. Hmm? Let's say you are married, a person is not doing what you like. The Bible says, husband, love your wife. Wife, submit. It's not submitting. Not loving. It's a sin. Against you. You are the one feeling the sin. The person sins. <laughs> now, it is the Holy Spirit who can change people. One day, Uncle James, I think it was Uncle James who said this to me. I think I was following up somebody. Uncle James, I think it was Uncle James. He said to me, you cannot be somebody's personal Holy Ghost. You cannot be a personal Holy Spirit for somebody. You can't convict, you can't change people. The real change in a person comes from the Holy Spirit, not, not from your talking. Huh? Did you know that? Did you know that? You can't change people. You can't make people change. They will change when the Holy Spirit moves on their lives. Yes. Even with my children, I don't, I've never tried to force them to serve God. No. I've shown them. I will, not, I will not say that I've not said it. But the conviction to serve God. What I say is that once you are in my house, even the dogs, the cats, all of them go to church. So once you stay in my house, you have to go to church. Yes. Because all the living things they are all hearing the prayers and they are all listening to the messages. What do you think? But if you want to do another religion or you even want to go to another whatever, it's up to you. Because I can't convince you. So even though Joshua is now a pastor, if I didn't, I was surprised. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised that he wanted to be in the ministry. Yes. I never told him you have to be in the ministry. I wanted to make sure you pass your exam. Make sure you pass your exams. Your school fees are very high. Very expensive. So try and pass. This was the main advice I was giving him. Yeah. I was like, oh, you must be in the ministry. It's very important to be in the ministry. Don't do this. I preach it. I preach it. But you, you see, the real change. The real change. The conviction. Uh, it's from the Holy Spirit, I tell you. The conviction is from the Holy Spirit. Yes. So, conviction about what is right. You see, righteousness. There are three things you must always remember. 
three things. Righteousness, sin, righteousness, and judgment. These three, you have to leave it to the Holy Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can... You know, that's what, aren't you, uh, uh, sometimes, are your parents not surprised that you are spiritual, isn't it? They, they are surprised. Because it didn't come from them. It didn't come from them. Sometimes your parents don't even know the Lord. Then later they seem to know the Lord. And even those who even knew the Lord, they are surprised at what you are interested in. And it didn't come from their talking. You know that they would want that, but it can't come from your, t- their, your talking. Yes. And then some of your parents, I tell you, you would be, you can't even imagine how groovy they were. Groovy. Today you see them wearing cloth, they are coming to church and with Pentecostal scarves and Speaking in tongues of Shabarabalaba. You have no idea where they've been sitting from room to room. <laughs> hey! They are even shy to tell you to be serious Christians. Well, they know themselves. Yeah. They were so groovy and then they they, 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 they look at you and you are even holier than they were. Yes. You can't even imagine it. So it's important to leave sin you know, righteousness. What is right? You know, people marry and they can explain so many things. You are married to somebody who doesn't provide. He doesn't Provide what you need. Look, until God shows it to him. Huh? You'd be surprised. He won't do it. I met with one brother. I explained so many things to him. I said, do this, do this, do. Yes. Never do it. Man, I saw him. I said, are you doing it? He said, we are, we'll start it. We'll start it. We'll start it. After years. Yes. It comes from the Holy Spirit. That's why if you don't have a spiritual person, you will not see. You will never see. That's why it is good for you to try to get a spiritual person to be with. Yes. You marry somebody who is not spiritual. You you would take Proverbs 30. Is it 31 or 30? 31. 
you will say a virtuous woman is supposed to do this, a virtuous woman this, a virtuous woman this, a virtuous She'll be looking at you because her flesh is more in control. And what she has learned in the house, maybe there was no husband, there was no father, or there was in a normal home, stayed with your auntie, stayed with your uncle, Nobody could, everybody buys watch in the morning, everybody goes out, everybody buys blodo, blodo canine, then they are moving around. She doesn't know it. You can explain that. One day I met a brother who was, he was holding his, uh, he's dead now, you know, but he was holding his, um, his uh, marriage counseling, because he was always doing marriage counseling in church. And, and he's, he, he was telling me that, you know, now he only, he's not so going deep into the counseling because the people, when you counsel, they don't listen. <laughs> you can easily stop preaching. You tell, do this, do this, behave like this, behave like this. Shirley. Sin. Righteousness, judgment. I don't like cooking. I can't cook. I shan't cook. I won't cook. That's all. That's how I am. Just as I am. Take me as I am or leave me. following up people. That's why a pastor, you send somebody on the mission, you are not prayerful. The people are not going to be convicted by, about anything. They will, not, they will not be convicted. They will never be convicted by the spirit to change. They will never be convicted to attend church. They will not be convicted to give tithes. They will not be convicted to support. They will not be convicted to come for meetings. They will not be convicted to join the choir. They will not be convicted to do anything righteous. And you'll be standing there shouting at them, shouting at them, saying, hey, you people, you don't know, I, I was in Ghana, I didn't need to come here as a missionary. You are just wasting my time in this country. I, in my country, I was a big person. And you don't know where I came from. I had a big group of dancers. They were following me. They called me Papa. But you are not into prayer. So the convictions. It's so nice to be with somebody who has the same conviction as you. I'm just with you. You have the same beliefs I have. I'm not trying to advise you. Or trying to make you be loyal or see that loyalty is important. There's nothing like that. We, we, we have the same beliefs. We believe that this is wrong and this is right. It's so much easier. It's so much easier. That's why sometimes I pity these secular politics and secular government, secular companies. You know, because you are, it's almost like they are not governed by the Holy Spirit. 
Now, what is right? What is wrong? You have to, you are like a zookeeper who has to keep bars and be careful. Don't cross. Watch this one bites, this one poisons, this one flies, this one creeps, this one can has a long hand. None of the animals have a conviction that you are a good person as a zookeeper and you are keeping them, feeding them, loving them. None of them has a conviction. They only follow their nature. Yes. If you joke with any of them, follow the nature and bite you, eat you, kill you. So, you need to be in prayers for the people. You need to be in prayer, even your marriage. I tell you, you'll see the marriage counseling man are big like this. We'll be teaching it. If God doesn't teach, convict you. Oh, when it comes to sex, for the woman's, when the woman's finished giving birth and what have you, that's it. You see them. The flesh, dead. You know, there's a group that are really struggling in Christ. They are people that have had a lot of girlfriends and had exciting times together. They had girls who loved them, were happy to see them, smiled, kissed them. We're nice to them. We're happy with them. And then they marry. And then they have the Christian version. You know. I'm sorry to even call it a Christian version. But it's a version without motivation. They don't have any motive. Motivation. To be nice. So I, I have a motivation to give birth. I've given birth. One, two, three. Finish. I've got my ring. I've got my photograph, I've got my certificate, I've changed my name, and that is it. Zero motivation. They, they really struggle. They really struggle. For those of you who know, some of you are from outside, but those of you who know kinky and fish, it's like they were, they were used to having hot kinky with fried fish with shrimps and some shit and I mean, other garnishings. But now, the kinky is cold, is frozen, the fish is boiled. If there is fish, it is boiled. Most of the time, there's no fish and just some salt. No pepper, no pepper. No spice. They really struggle. They really struggle. How many know how to eat kinky? Uh, eat kinky? How many of you eat kinky? Yeah. How many don't know kinky? You don't know? Okay, you must ask for kinky so that you can understand the preaching. I don't know any other food to give a, 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 that example. Huh? No, just a kinky, no pepper, just with some salt. And the fish is boiled. The fish that is fried, crisp, and 
You know, there are two ways of frying fish the gun way and the fancy way. The gun way is the nice way, the crisp, beautiful way. Yeah. Crisp and beautiful fish. You see it and you know that, yes, you are in fish territory. You can counsel, you can advise. So now, sometimes when people go and have affairs, you just watch them and you'll be thinking in your head, it's good. It serves them right. But they wouldn't want to do what is right. Now the person has found an outlet somewhere. Yes. But we don't say that. It's only in our heads. Yeah. They struggle. They really struggle. And the young people also now, they've seen pornography. Then they come and they say, ah. That's not what I saw in the... That's not what I saw in the film. I saw a very different thing. I saw at least one difference is I saw somebody smiling. Now I'm not seeing any smile, any smiling, anything. Sit down. Look, why are you standing up? Sit down. One, listen. One brother. (laughs) I'm talking about the Holy Spirit convincing people of sin, of what is right and judgment. The right thing. Yes. One brother, he got married. And after some short time, he came, he said, it's over. I said, why? Why? He said, I can't take it. You can't take what? After a few weeks, he said, I can't take it. Take what? He said, can you believe? Can you believe that there are no noises when we are having sex? There are no no sounds. (laughs) I don't mean music from the radio I mean sounds <laughs> He said can you believe There is no sounds And he's leaving his marriage Now all my stories are true stories working no audio <laughs> audio off it's on silent mute he said can you believe it Shh. now the pastor who was doing this counseling was sort of semi-shocked because he has also not been hearing any such such noises <laughs> he has been surviving without sound audio the, the speaker has been spoiled for years <laughs> only subtitles
pastor tried to reorganize his thoughts to think of something to say. Can you believe it? He was saying, can you believe it? This is it. So there's no sound, no noise. No feelings. So, what I'm saying is, shh. You see, all these are marriage counseling. So they're all advice. When you get married and you go to the room, start screaming. Start shouting. Start making noise. Sit down. Quiet. That is why you must pray for the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the only person, I tell you. I've learned it over here. You, you learn, you are not the Holy Ghost. You'll be talking to somebody, talking, talking. Look, if the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to the person, it can't change. No change will happen. Convict person about sin. That's what I said. You can't make somebody faithful to you. You can't. So be faithful. So I'm following my husband. I'm checking his phone. Look, is is. To be unfaithful is three minutes. It doesn't need more than three minutes out of your sight. You can't. Let's be serious. You cannot follow somebody's phone, checking his movement. What are you doing? Why are you not smart? Why are you talking to this person? Be serious. That is rather what to let the person develop skills. Camouflage skills, how to go out of radar to fly under the radar above the radar. That is when he will learn how to do it. Oh, that is when his skills of flying under the radar will be well developed. You can, the, a person can be made to be faithful to you by the Holy Spirit, where he will learn that. He will learn faithfulness, righteousness, purity, judgment. The decisions the person will take. The decisions that the person will... Sometimes you are mind the person is deciding nonsense from the first day of the marriage onwards. It's nonsense. You can only pray... You see, for the Holy Spirit, I tell you. It's not that you've given up. But you see, what people don't realize is that sometimes when you say something to someone, the person, look, there are some people, they've decided to do the opposite of what you say. So what you say, they do the opposite. So it's advisable that you don't even say that, that when you say, he will do a different thing. If you tell the person, be a Muslim, he'll be a Christian. If you say, be a Christian, he'll be a Muslim. Whatever, he'll, he'll, he'll do the opposite. You have to learn it. 
But you see, when you are not spiritual, you are only left with your talking. Hey, no, shouting, quarreling, this, that, trying to. Yeah. I know some somebody went and gathered. The, they said that the secretary was interested in her husband. So she gathered all her sisters. They were all fat, big women. Hey, and arrive at the secretary's house. Yes. To humble her and frighten her. Surely. As soon as you go, the secretary will just shake her buttocks again and shake the breast like bells and move out into action. Because instead of using your strength, should have prayed for the Holy Spirit. Yes. To convince your husband not going to use you and your sisters to fight him and intimidate intimidate the secretary. Yeah. Because if your husband has decided to have two families, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. You have it. You have two. You will be shocked. That's where all this we are from this mother, these are from this mother, these are from that's where it comes from. Yes. That's how if he has decided to do it, he will do it. You can't change. There is nothing about put on makeup. This this you put on their makeup and look at you and see who hate you even more. One day I spoke to uh, Archbishop Duncan Williams. I told him, look, it's, there is nothing that you can say or that you say that makes me honor you. It's God who gave me that conviction. There is nothing that you do or can do or say. Even if you look, you see that the ministries are so different. So different. But it's a conviction that I have. Somebody was asking me, so are you supporting this? I said, don't even start. You don't know who you are talking to. Don't even, be serious. Don't even start. <laughs> yes. So it, when you meet people with convictions, it's nice. You don't have to tell the person, you know, I want to advise you this. I want to say this, this. You don't need reasons. You don't need this. Believe. This is what I believe. This is what I believe. I told him, there is nothing that you say, you can say, or you say. It's my personal conviction in Ghana. I don't care whether you like it or not. So, you, you, I can preach about loyalty. I can preach about faithfulness. There are some people, I tell you, heaven and earth will pass out. They will be standing there and say, you know something? You can't change my mind, but this is what I believe and there are some people, if you give them some money, they'll change their mind. Like Judas. Charlie, were you there when we watched the film? We are going to watch it again because I think it, 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 it was, although we were using it to reach out, I think 
we ourselves needed to see. Yeah. Convince the world. Convince the world. Look at our, our brother. All dead people are uh, still alive. Where is he? Come here. Come here. Come. You, which year were you in when I when I came to tech? To um, that was 2013. Which, which year were you in? What year? I was in first year, second semester. First year, first year. And your mother, your father told you you shouldn't do what in um, the world in this life. Okay, well, he used to advise me to learn and all that, but he never talked about church, Anything. going to church. And I even remember when I was going to tech, and um, he passed around the padre and he said, "Look at them. When you come, come and learn." He didn't talk about church. He said, when you come, come and don't follow this church. Wow. So, did your father want you to smoke, drink, do all those no, things? he didn't want any of that. He didn't want that. But were you doing all those things? I was doing all that. You were confirmed as a sinner? I was confirmed, I mean, the Methodist church, but I just did no, it. as a sinner. As a sinner. Yes. You were a sinner? Yes, I was a sinner. And how come you came to the crusade? Um, someone gave me a flyer an invitation and I took it not with a mind to go but as I was in my room I just felt like no like I have to go conviction wow. Wow. so I went there and I didn't even know daddy I'd never seen him on television I wasn't into preachers I didn't watch any of that so that was my first time meeting him wow and he was teaching about the rich man and Lazarus rich man and Lazarus yeah. and the topic was what all dead people are still alive all that you know i preached i forgot the title of the message then he came to me he told me you know you came to tech and you preached all dead people are still alive i gave my life but the first altar call you didn't come no i didn't come i said come forward you didn't come i didn't i was still at the back why i don't know i wasn't like i wanted you to, moved i wanted to come but it's like i was thinking and did, I, did i do a second altar call you made a second altar that call. one so you didn't come i didn't come hey! And then a third altar call. It was the third one that I, I came. He said, you are at the back. When I made the first, first altar call, it not come. When I made the second one, it not come. At the back, young man, come. And he was like, when you go to the airport, this is the final I mean, call. If I don't come, that is it. Then you, you went on to say that the more I hear people preach to me and appeal to me, and tell me to come to Jesus. And I had in my heart. It's like somebody who weeds. Yeah. The more you weed, your palm becomes hard. So in the same way, the more you hear people tell you, give your life to Jesus, and you don't accept him, your heart becomes more hardened. And the more likely I will not be saved. And I got moved in my heart, and I just walked forward. And when I came to join, he said, say there, Lord Jesus. When you came to the When family. I came to join, the, 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 when you were about praying, that was when I came to join. Wow. And when I joined, you said the prayer. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, and I said the prayer. Forgive me for my sins. That's it. It's now in the Bible school. It's now in the Bible school. He's going to be a great missionary. Amen. Amen. And nothing could convince him. And not my preacher, because there were people there too, probably who didn't change. And even some who came forward and did not really change. And he was the last person to walk forward after the third altar call. And he's standing here today. That's the Holy Spirit. 
So the Holy Spirit actually changed him. And you see, if you don't pray for the supply, Philippians chapter 1, for the supply of the Spirit, many things that you are doing will not be accomplished. People will just say, hey, it's a nice preaching. Hey, that half-caste man. Hey, the white man. That's all. But they won't change. The real conviction about sin, righteousness, and judgment comes from the Holy Spirit. So when you send somebody on the mission field and he's not a praying praying person, uh, he's just talking, watching videos, watching, listening to podcasts, but it's not a prayer man. Uh, that's why I say that you find a real man of God, you see that he's in the house wearing thinking shorts. You know thinking shorts. Prayer shorts. And he's moving in the house. If he prays in the day, that's what you do. If it's in the night, you'll be praying in the night. Either. But he's a spiritual person. That type of spirituality is the only thing that is consistent with real bearing fruit. The rest is just air. It's noise making. Yeah. Now people don't change just because you are good. Just because you really believe what you are saying. By the supply of the spirit. That's why Jesus said, if you know how to give good things, then my father will also know how to give you the only good thing that he said. I thought he was going to say cars and houses and cigarettes and so on, but he said the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the best thing you can give. And you need it in every area. Every area. Because I tell you, the people around you, the beliefs they have, they really affect you. You go to churches, all the people sitting there, they don't believe the pastor. They are disloyal. They have negative thoughts. (laughs) And the Holy Spirit needs to come into people's lives. Are you listening to me or you are leaving? So if you want a real change, pray for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Pray, 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 pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit. People around you will change. Joshua, my son, gave his testimony. Come and give your testimony. What happened in Botswana? In uh, where you are, wherever you were. Um, so I was, when I went to first year in university. First year in university. I went to an all night. All night. Which I didn't plan to go to. Wow. But everybody was going, so I had to agree. And uh, when I went for the all night, I was praying at the back. Praying at the back. Walking up and down. Walking up and down. And then at about 3 a.m., I started to fall asleep. Fall asleep. 3 a.m. Yes. It's a normal time <laughs> to fall asleep. Yes. <laughs> so, um, somebody noticed my dizziness and uh, took my iPod. I was trying to listen to music and pray. And the person took my iPod and said, if you want to stay awake, you should listen to preaching. So the person connected my iPod to the laptop and gave me a lot of messages in, with not with any order. So I just looked through. The, I don't remember how I chose. I just pressed play. And the message that I was playing was the missionary call. And uh, so as I was praying and walking up and down, I was listening to the message. And uh, I, as I started to wake up, started to pray more, 
you know, and I was listening to, to the preaching and to the message. And then I started to feel, when Aaron Daddy was preaching, he was talking about Basil Malov. And, you know, he was talking about how Basil Malov had to choose between God and his parents. And how he knelt down in the cemetery and said, um, my mother who gave birth to me, I love you. But Jesus who gave his life for me, I love you more. And all that. And as he was preaching, I started to feel in my chest like a washing machine or something going around and turning. And I had to leave the room. felt like the room was full of something or full of water. Like I could, it was full. And then I ran outside onto the road. And I just started saying, God, I'll save you. I'll save you. And from that day, I, want, I used to want to be a lawyer um, to follow in the family tradition. But, um, <laughs> but um, from that day, my heart changed. My heart changed towards the church. My heart changed towards the work of God. My heart changed. I started to see my father more than just my father, but also as my pastor. I started to listen to messages almost every day. I started to pray for hours every day. And my life changed um, in that moment from that message. And um, that's the story. Wow. Powerful. But I I didn't know. He He didn't tell me. He didn't tell me that. But I was in Botswana and then I said, who has a testimony or something? Then he stood up and I was wondering, what is he coming to say? And then, you know, then he said, this testimony. But you see, it, what, 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 what strikes me is the way a change comes into a person that cannot be induced or forced by a thousand hours of meetings and, and that's why i'm saying that any meeting that's going more than five minutes there's something wrong with this meeting you notice it after five minutes we are still not changing yes so you need the supply of the spirits so those of you who are basenta leaders those of you who are shepherds pastors you can't accomplish anything without praying. Telepastors, ringing people, calling, and you are not, I mean, you, you just, you see, you need the spiritual, there's the spiritual supply. It's one of the main topics you need to pray for is the supply of the spirit. God, send your spirit. And there's going to be a great change. Real change. Yes. He's the only one who saves people. When there's a bad person who needs to be changed. Pray for the Holy Spirit. You see Dr. Go was drinking vodka all over the place. When he gives his testimony, somebody who could drink a bottle of vodka in one go as a child and pass out. But one day, he gives his life to God. And that's it. Isn't it not amazing? Nobody can advise you to stop that. It's not about advice. So you cannot accomplish anything for God without prayer. Because there will be no supply. It's one of the big topics. This is, I've started with the biggest actually. It's a big topic for everybody. The Holy Spirit. 
Yeah, it's a big one. The Holy Spirit supply. Holy Spirit supply. Yeah. And the supply of the Spirit, in this regard, I'm sharing with you about supplying the Spirit for the conviction of sin, of what is right. Righteousness is what is right. Sin, what is wrong. Judgment, decisions and judgment, things that have to, people have to even fear. Look at, don't you fear heaven? Don't you fear hell? Are you not afraid of a problem? I don't care. I don't care if it happens. I don't care what happens. I know this will happen. This will, I, told, I was telling somebody the other day, you're going to destroy your children when you do this. Your family will be destroyed. Then listen to me. So you see that people are not even convicted about judgment. That one day this thing will, a heavy hammer will come on it. Bang! And it will all change again. People don't care. But the Holy Spirit has to do that work. And so we have to pray. So I don't see how can you be in your house you know, just meditating hey. and just watching films, Nigerian movies. Hey. You know, a real Christian who is spiritual, eh, to watch a film, it would be a great luxury. I watch films, but it is something you don't have time for. Time to even talk. There's no time because it's time to talk to God. I have to be, I have to be in prayer. You are turning into spiritual people from this coming. I need you. I need you in your houses. Everybody must get thinking shorts. It's called thinking shorts or prayer shorts. And you, you walk in the house. Shandora Baba. I must be able to stay in the house for a long time. Without, but without being on your WhatsApps. Look at how long you are on. Sometimes I tell people, look, I, say, I tell somebody that. You see this person? Maybe the person is not with her. I say, she's on her phone. No? You watch. And I'll send a text. Instantly it is read. Instantly it is replies. Look at it. He's holding the phone. Why are you always holding your phone? Always. How come when you, somebody sends you a text? I told somebody, if you send me a text and you are trying to reach me urgently, you've made a mistake. Yes. You can never get me by text. My phone is not even with me now. They're sending me a text now. I may, I may, if I, I may see this text in some day's time. You are sending me a text. If it's an urgent in ring. And ring other people that... To inform me that it's urgent, I need to answer. Be serious. Huh? <laughs>